Mr. Humphreys and His Inheritance About fifteen years ago, on a date late in August or early in September, a train drew up at Willsthorpe, a country station in eastern England. Out of it stepped, with other passengers, a rather tall and reasonably good-looking young man carrying a handbag and some papers tied up in a packet. He was expecting to be met, one would say, from the way in which he looked about him, and he was, as obviously, expected. The station-master ran forward a step or two, and then, seeming to recollect himself, turned and beckoned to a stout and consequential person with a short round beard, who was scanning the train with some appearance of bewilderment. "'Mr. Cooper,' he called out, "'Mr. Cooper, I think this is your gentleman.' And then, to the passenger who had just alighted, "'Mr. Humphreys, sir, glad to bid you welcome to Willsthorpe. There's a cart from the hall for your luggage, and here's Mr. Cooper, what I think you know.' Mr. Cooper had hurried up and now raised his hat and shook hands. "'Very pleased, I'm sure,' he said, "'to give the echo to Mr. Palmer's kind words. "'I should have been the first to render expression to them, "'but for the face not being familiar to me, Mr. Humphreys. "'May your residence among us be marked as a red-letter day, sir.' "'Thank you very much, Mr. Cooper,' said Humphreys, "'for your good wishes, and Mr. Palmer also. "'I do hope very much that this chain of, um... Tenancy, which you must all regret, I am sure, will not be to the detriment of those with whom I shall be brought in contact. He stopped, feeling that the words were not fitting themselves together in the happiest way, and Mr. Cooper cut in, Oh, you may rest satisfied of that, Mr. Humphreys. I'll take it upon myself to assure you, sir, that a warm welcome awaits you on all sides. And as to any change of propriety turning out detrimental to the neighbourhood, well, your late uncle— and here Mr. Cooper also stopped, possibly in obedience to an inner monitor, possibly because Mr. Palmer, clearing his throat loudly, asked Humphreys for his ticket. The two men left the little station, and, at Humphreys' suggestion, decided to walk to Mr. Cooper's house, where luncheon was awaiting them.